Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, helping you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. It's all right here for you with this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. Remember to visit us online, too, at besteveryou.com. And now here's your host, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino. Sounds so fancy still. <laughs> but here I am. I actually have makeup on today. It's kind of, kind of interesting. We have a, yeah, I thought about makeup on. <laughs> Bonus day, right, Lale? I've got, I know. See, we're starting off goofy. But I've got Lale Hancock with me, and um, she's all about global wellness for all. And today, you know, my global wellness felt like putting makeup on while it snowed like another foot of snow here in Maine. I mean, I can hardly see out the window of my house. It's like, ugh. But I have makeup on. How are you, Lale? <laughs> do you have makeup on? I'm doing good. <laughs> I I do have makeup on, but I think you may have gotten our snow because our snow bypassed us last night. We were supposed to have many, many inches of snow, and it's gorgeous, <laughs> sunny, and winter weather here. <laughs> oh, goodness. Where are you? I'm in Maine. I'm in I'm in the D.C. area. Okay, I'm right yeah. outside D.C. Yeah. I remember when I used to work in Washington, D.C. many, many moons ago, if it got like an inch of snow, the whole place shut down. How are you guys these days? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. It's not always the snow because for us, being in the middle of the, you know, East Coast, a lot of times for us, it's the ice actually more than yeah. the snow. So you're right. People don't know what to do or how to do it, so they tend to shut down everything and stay home. Yeah, it's just in a bad plan. I know we've been we've been getting more and more ice this year here in Maine too. The past couple of years, uh, way more icy than it was when we first moved here 15 years ago or so. And um, I don't know. It's 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 kind of nice because it means it's a little warmer. But on the same token, it it used to make the power go out a lot, which is you know bad news. But yeah. still, you know, it shuts everything down. But anyway. So we have you here, held captive for an hour. What are we going to talk about? Um, <laughs> we got makeup on. We started there. We, um, I, you know, I, we can start with wealth. <laughs> yes, uh, wealth. I, I, you know, I love that. Um, I, you know, I think we touched on something though before we went live on the air, and that was reality yeah. and the realness and keeping it real and so forth. I was sharing with you that I was um, I'm going to be involved in a in a women's summit here. Um, it's kind of like one of those online summits, and I was t- doing something I I seldom do, which is tape a video, and, and I have no idea <laughs> I have no idea how that's going to be received. But you know, I used to feel like everything needed to be all you know lit, and I do have some makeup on, but you know a production. And this is a yeah. different environment we live in. It's more reality mode, more you know everything. And I think that's what's pretty cool about your message is you talk about wealth, but you talk about it in such a way that it's tangible. You know, it's interesting because prior to about seven years ago. I don't even know that I really thought about wealth. You know, for me, it was just a different perspective. People talk about being wealthy. They talk about being rich. But most of the time, they're just saying, how can I pay my bills? How can I create a future for me, my family? 
You know, like it's a different kind of conversation. But seven years ago is when I met um, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. And what I loved about it is to them, wealth wasn't just about money. It really is about the willingness to have richness in your life. And, you know, richness for you, maybe to go walk in that snow that's outside, right, that adds richness to you and your body. It could be having a cup of coffee. It could be that you empowered someone that next time they're not going to have a problem. Now they're going to have other creative ideas to how to deal with what's going on in their life. Richness is this broader conversation with wealth than anything else that I really have been exposed to in the past. Mm. That's a lot to think about right there. What got you involved with this? Yeah. Like, um, yes. what have you done this? Yeah, or have you so, always done this? No, 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 no. Um, so I spent almost 30 years between Fruit America, not-for-profit, and consulting to different kinds of organizations. And the one thing that was always fun for me is finding creative ways to assist people whether it was their business problems, their personal problems, whether it was about staff development or transformation of culture and things of that sort. So I was always looking at what else, learning. I'm just such a curious person. And it's funny, when I discovered these tools from Access Consciousness, which is called Wealth Creators Anonymous, at the time, my business was booming. I have a management consulting company that really focuses on culture transformation and leadership development. And I was just exploring what are other ways to assist these CEOs, executives that I work with who have so much stress in their life and their, their health, like it's so impacted by their day-to-day work. And I met someone who was like, you know what, for your birthday, can I gift you something? (laughs) I was like, yeah. And she came, and it was so beautiful. She literally just put her hands on my head. (laughs) And next thing I know, my body completely relaxed. And I felt so creative. I felt like there was no problems in the world, and it was just these magical little possibilities that just kept popping. And I was like, what is this? I now have to tell the whole world about this. And that's kind of how I discovered access consciousness. And I got to really see that most of us, we really live by our own limitations. You know, like if you think, like my dad used to, to work hard to make money. But in reality, he loved every aspect of his business. He loved empowering other people. He would come in and transform rural parts into commerce-oriented or uh, environments. He would empower families. And to me, it was this interesting conflict of, like, you have to work hard, but he loved every minute of it, you know? And I realized that's me. I am one of those go-getters who's always looking to improve life, and that is wellness for me. That is wealth for me. And, um, yeah, so now I get to work with others, whether it's in their business or their personal life, and looking how they can create more wealth, not just for today, but truly creating for the future with 
themselves and, you know, their families or whatever, you know, family um, that they're trying to create for. Um, yeah, it's been so much fun. So this is going to be a knotted up question. We're going to unknot it and decipher what I'm trying to say. You ready for it? <laughs> You're ready, ready. Lobbing it from Maine to, Maine to D.C. Here you go. Um, you know, <laughs> drop, I even drop kicked it. Here you go. No. Um, okay. So you know how we all trade off these moments where we need each other, like we're going to take from somebody and we're going to give back. How do you help people recognize what mode they're in right now? For example, sometimes I feel like I like, like today, I love this conversation. I really need you today. I need to hear what you have to say. Tomorrow, I'm probably going to turn around and say, hey, I heard this conversation and you might benefit from listening to this. How do you, how do you recognize and, and how do you stay in and what do you need? You know, how do you recognize the need yeah. to give, but also when you need to learn and take from other people? Does that make sense at all? Totally, totally makes sense. Now, you know, when I grew up, um, I really had it backwards, though. I really, like, my mission in life was to help everybody else on the planet. My mission was about this one-way direction that was like, okay, if I give to you, if I give to you, if I share information with you, it just made my heart feel good, but it wasn't about this simultaneous gifting and receiving. And one thing that I've realized is you don't have to try to figure out anyone else's life. You don't have to figure out that you have the answers, but when you're willing to actually have that wealth in your life, when you're willing to actually keep being in the question, you know, like not assume you have the answers, but always be willing to learn and always be willing to, you know, see how others do it and explore. You are in this simultaneous gifting and receiving that nurtures you and nurtures someone else. And it may not make sense, but having a conversation with you always leads me to that next place where I meet someone who somehow was was looking for exactly the conversation we had. I don't have yeah. to do effort, but I just I keep drawing those kinds of people into my life or into the business, and it just naturally flows. But if I think, for example, I'm a parent of twin girls; they're 22. If I think I have to talk to you here and then go immediately tell my kids or immediately go tell my clients, there's almost this, like, I have the answers. And when I go share it, they're going to resist back. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's like also Uh knowing when it's not about you saying anything. (laughs) Exactly. Allowing their curiosity to reach for it as well. I like that. And what about the concept of people feeling guilty because they're they're taking? You know, sometimes you yeah. just need help from people. Yeah, yeah. There are those people who love to just suck, you know, like just suck it out of you, <laughs> take all your energy away. <laughs> yeah. There's those suckers, I call them. Um, but if you don't think you have limited amount of energy or limited amount of information, or like if your perspective is in the abundance, not in the scarcity or lack of it, I don't feel that they're actually taking my energy away from me. And so it's, it's okay. What if it's okay 
that for them, right now, it's about them asking and receiving. What if yeah, it's okay? that's, I think that's what I meant more with the question rather than like about us, like, you know, yeah. parting with the information, but more so like for somebody listening, um, I notice yeah. a lot of times people feel guilty because they're taking from people or they perceive themselves yeah. as taking from people. Like very often I'll be like, you know, I'll say, um, no, I'll just mail you a book. It's fine. You know, whatever. And then yeah. they'll feel the need to give me something in return. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just take it. <laughs> And so, you know what? I'm trying. Yeah. I think it's our culture. I think it's the way we grew up. It wasn't okay just for someone to do something because they wanted to. We have such a world of obligation that just to receive is wrong. You know what I mean? It is that Uh moment of you gave me something, so now I have to pay you back. But if yeah, world, I'm, and I'm trying to get people out of that mode a little bit. It's like, no, best ever you. It's you know, or whatever it is, access consciousness. You know, there's a lot of stuff here for you to just simply take. Go for it. Take yeah. what you need. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And feel better. And you know, I've I've changed the word from take to receive. And for some, oh, I, like I don't, I can't explain it, but I think people feel there's more of this guilt, you know, the distracting things that we get, like when they think they're taking something from someone versus it's here. It's all here. It's infinite. It's here. And you get to choose which ones you require right now and receive it. Oh, I love that. Everybody hear that? You might want to replay that. That's a good one. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It, it really is about reframing our perspective. And so much of it we learn from our parents. We learn from our teachers, our society, our cultures. But think about it. When we're kids, when we were kids, like, did we ever worry that if we played a game with someone that they got too much of something and we didn't? We learned that from our families, but we didn't know it initially. Like, we were willing to know, hey, you know what? I'm going to share my toy with you. Toy, here it is. There was no yeah. keeping track. No, you don't have to check out the toy and <laughs> or anything. Mm-hmm. I have a direct, you know what? It's really interesting. I was in, um, I've been in a few pageants in my lifetime, which, you know, they're, they're fine. I didn't enter them because I feel like I'm the most beautiful human being on the planet or anything like that. What I entered them for was to share a platform. Like if I was passionate, I'm always passionate about reading. So I would do mm-hmm. visits to the schools in Maine or whatever, you know, more platform based stuff mm-hmm. and community minded. Yeah. And um, what, one of the pageants I went to was in um, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well, I did that one too, but the one I'm going to talk about is in Chicago actually. And um, okay. so you go as Mrs. Maine to Chicago and it was quite quickly. I felt like, not only the grandma of the group, because you could be married and be any age, and I was really old. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, just totally like a fish out of water. Like you know, I wasn't gonna, you know, I'm, I've, I've been, you know, I'm a mom of four boys, and so I kind of cut to the chase a little bit, and I'm like, I'm not gonna burn my feet out walking around in heels. I'm putting my Clarks on you know, kind of thing when everybody else had tried to impress judges and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I was the keep it real human being. A pageant. 
I mean, seriously, like really real. Anyway, and um, one of my friends, Melissa, uh, gave me, this is a really sweet thing to do. She was, I think she was Mrs. Alabama at the time. And she gave me three dresses to wear to this pageant. Mm-hmm. I called her, I'm in a panic. And I'd been in Las Vegas with her before. And so I kind of knew pageants and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I need clothes. Cool clothes. <laughs> like your kind of clothes, not my kind of clothes. I need non-Clark's kind of clothes. Clark's are good, <laughs> but I need clothes. Anyway, she sent me three of the most gorgeous dresses. And my point in telling you this that has rambled on and on because I'm a horrible storyteller at moments is that I've never given those dresses back. <laughs> she just gave them to me. <laughs> Melissa, if you're listening, they're hanging in my closet. But, you know, (laughs) they, she knows it, too. We joke every year, you know, a couple times a year. I'm like, I've got your dresses. Like, I'll take a picture of my closet, and they're hanging there or whatever, you know. But, you know, it's an example of, like, that feeling, that nagging feeling of, like, I've got to do something cool for her. And she's like, no, you don't. You keep that red rose dress. That's the coolest dress, and it looks better on you than it does on me anyway. And she, just the sweetest thing. And I just think the world needs more Melissa. Totally. And I wonder where you haven't recognized that you already be that. You oh, know, like I when do you're that all the time. Of, yeah. But see, that's the piece. Like I remember, you know, I, I don't know if it's, I learned it from family watching my mom or what, but it was always about put everyone else first, you know, yeah. like, be the good daughter, be the good sister, be the good wife, be the good mom, and all these things. And it was always about making everyone else primary. And then you tend to not put you second. You tend to put you like, you know, 250 later. Because <laughs> there's these other <laughs> yeah. 249 things that were even more important, right? But see, that's where also it ties into wealth and money and all these other things. Because when you don't make you priority, that's the message you're putting out in the world too, that I'm not important. I'm not priority. And you also send that message to our kids to know that, you know what, everyone else is always going to come first. And one thing I've learned with these tools is there's an honoring me aspect here that's missing. And when you start to honor you, you include you in parts of your in all parts of your life, but you also don't exclude anyone else. But the minute you make it be about everyone else, you're including everyone but excluding you. And this dress that you talked about, that was the moment when you were willing to receive those gifts from your friends that you were willing to honor you. And I bet you they looked amazing on you, too, because then you boost that energy and you're like, hi, I'm here and I look fabulous. <laughs> That's why I don't give them back. Those are my go-to dresses. <laughs> I know I'm dressed by <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> and if you see Melissa, you'll get it. It's like, yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, the other thing that was cool was um, when I was there, I was super good friends with Mrs. Texas. And Mrs. Texas had some of the best hair ever and was a hairstylist. And I'm like, you know, I'm here. And my hair does not look like that. And she took the time, the whole entire time. Talk Aww. about cool, because she was in the top 10. And, you know, she was, she was could have won the whole thing. 
um, she took the time to do my hair and makeup the whole time. She didn't have to. And people yeah. at those things, people hire in teams of makeup people and dress people and walking people and speech people. And I mean, it's, it's a throwdown. And um, it's, it's quite interesting. And I was like, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to go and have fun and make friends and be me and all this stuff. And, and it was yeah. so cool when I did that, who showed up to help. And I'm just so grateful yep. and such good, good pals with those girls today. Cause somebody else gave me their socks. I didn't have the right socks for something. And she's like, I got an extra pair. And she hurled them up on stage. <laughs> she's like, yes, it's that kind of thing. But you know, normally you think of those things as super mean. And this was a lot of fun. And I like really what you're saying about taking care of you. Cause a lot of that is what that really was. A lot of women going, you know what? I just want to have some fun and dress up and my nails and hair and all that stuff. And it's not really what you think it is. And it was, it was yeah. quite fun, but, but, uh, well, but, but Elizabeth, I really want to like really acknowledge you for that though. Cause there would have been so many women that instead of being willing to be themselves and still have a good time, even though they didn't have the hair and makeup person with them or they didn't have the socks or the right socks. Like they would go into a space of panic instead of your willingness to reach out and allow others to take care of you and to, you know, contribute to you. And yeah. that's one of the things that I wish all, all people, not just girls, but all people from the minute they're born, they realize, well, they do. As, as babies, they're willing to realize it, but somehow we, you know, change we more them. We, we, we <laughs> yeah. force it out of them. <laughs> but, you know, like that moment of knowing, it yeah. doesn't make you any, like it doesn't make you bad or wrong or anything to ask for help, to ask for someone to actually contribute to you. Because contribution actually is what I was talking about earlier, that gifting and receiving. Like when you were willing to receive those gifts from people, you contributed and gifted to them, which made them feel good. Yeah, they're just it was lovely, lovely people. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's funny. I yeah. sent her a, a graph, whatever you call those, a graphic, a meme, or whatever they have, they, they're mm -hmm. called, you know, the internet things. And it said to Melissa, I'm like, be the person that straightens another woman's crown out without ever saying a peep kind of type thing, you know? <laughs> and she's like, oh, exactly. You know, because she never once has said, and by the way, I gave I gave her that dress, everybody, everybody, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Not a peep out of her. Um, but I think that's what makes wealth go round, like what you're talking about, is all the collaboration and the lifelong learning and, you know, everything that you talk about um, on your organization, Global Wellness for All, which is amazing, by the way. Um, tell mm -hmm. us about that and the website and how to reach you and um, – yeah, just, just tell us more yeah. about everything you've got going on because it's cool. You know, I've got to tell you, um, it's funny even how the title came about because I really was looking at what can I create that allows people to have wellness in all parts of their life. You know, most of us think of wellness. We think, okay, am I having the right nutrition, the right food? Am I exercising enough? Well, your body is one aspect of, you know, all of you. Um, but that's not even the way of wellness. Most people actually abuse their bodies because they go into these crash diets or ways that they think they don't look good. But when you start to actually look at, okay, all of me, that includes the, the way my mental health is, that includes my relationships, 
with me, with others. That includes my finances. That includes the growth of my business, whether I work for someone else or I have my own business. Like, it, it becomes such a bigger, the oneness of you. And so um, we've created a lot of different kinds of programs. Um, I have Grow Your Business seminars and videos and activities and lots of things and allowing people to actually let their businesses contribute to their growth. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but your business actually wants to contribute to you. <laughs> Remember that wealth of gifting and receiving from everything? <laughs> your business is one of them. Your body actually desires to contribute more, you know, and your finances, like most of us look at our finances as, okay, what job do I have? That means the total sum of the amount of money that I have. But when you have wealth, just like you did, you allowed you to receive from everywhere. Every single person in that pageant became part of the contribution to all of you. And it's the same thing with our finances. If we actually allow every aspect of our lives to contribute to our finances, then we're actually allowing us to receive beyond our jobs, beyond the businesses that we own. We let everything make us money. So if I am one of those people with a job and I'm sitting here mm-hmm. and I'm listening and mm-hmm. I feel, oh, I never have enough money. And at the end of the month, yep. I am, oh, you know, you know, yep. <laughs> my dude, yep. my 20s. I just think back mm-hmm. to my 20s mm-hmm. going, oh, I need money. And I've student yep. loan debt. And I need a car. Yep. And, oh, now I'm going to have babies on top of it. And how am I going to pay for maternity leave or, well, you know, whatever. There's so many different things. Um, and if I just lost you, call back in um, because I think your call just dropped. Um, so just call right back into the show and um, we'll talk about. I, usually I get to make fun of people when the call drops, but just call back in um, and I will and press one and I'll patch you right through. Your phone must have hung up. But um, we're, we're with Lale Hancock, who is the founder of Global Wellness for All. She's a life and communication coach, management and professional services consultant and the facilitator facilitator of Wealth Creators Anonymous, which is a special program by Access Consciousness. And I think the phone, her phone dropped out while we're live on the air. So I'm not real sure. Um, Just call back in. Um, But she's inspired and empowered a lot, a lot of people. And she's back with us. Her phone dropped. (laughs) Hello. Usually I make fun of people when the phone drops out and they have to call back in, but I I kept it cool. But, you know, we were talking about like, (laughs) I did not make fun of you at all. Um, Can I tell you, you, this is this is so funny because my phone didn't act like a drop. Like I was like, hi, Elizabeth, are you still there? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, I I can see it though. I got, I have a board in front of me so I can see what happens. So I'm like, just call back in. <laughs> but you know, so if you're, if you're, if you are, don't worry, it's, it's okay. It happens, it happens with live radio. It's funny. It's like, whatever. Um, and people are used to it. And it's a girl conversation anyway. The show is like, you know, listening to us have a chat about life and life <laughs> in those moments drops out or flat tires or whatever it is. But we're talking about 
Now, if you're that person and, and it doesn't really yeah. matter what age you're at, but to me, it reminds me just yeah. that feeling of like, oh, I don't have any money, no matter what I'm doing, there's not enough. And I'm trying to, you know, get a house, a car, pay off student loan, have kids, you know, whatever it is, just pile it on and yeah. have it. And there's never enough money. And some people go their whole life in that mode. Um, of, yeah. And money is touchy and our relationships with money are touchy. And so yeah. how... How do you tackle that? When yeah. do people come teary-eyed and like help me? Totally. I mean, we have all sorts of different kinds of people. I mean, that money is one of those things that it doesn't matter how much you have in the bank account. There, no, I've never met anyone who said, "Oh, I have plenty of money." Like it's always this, you don't have enough. Like it's really a mindset most of the world has. But I want to talk about the people that you just described. Okay. The first thing is we have to change our mindset that our current job is the only source of money that can enter our life, okay? When you make your job be the primary source and the only source of your life, you literally are looking at the world from a very limited, scarce perspective, okay? So there's a couple of tools that I personally love, use, and share with others is the first step is really having financial awareness. Most people have no idea how much money it takes to run their life. So it's an exercise. You sit down and become present with what are all your expenses and not from the place of, oh, my God, I can't believe I have this much bills or anything like that, but really from a neutral place of, you know what, this is so interesting I'm educating myself on my bills. I'm educating myself on what are these different things that every month require money to go towards. Don't stop there. Then look at what else would you like to to your life. Is it a new house? Is it a new car? Is it traveling? Is it education that you haven't, you know, invested in yourself in? And write down all of those expenses. And then in the next document, whatever, on your computer or wherever it is, then write down every dollar that comes into your life. Most of us have no clue, other than the paycheck, all the other cash that enters our lives. And when you start to actually become more aware of it, you realize you're actually bringing in usually more money than you realize but you're also so unaware of it, you're automatically spending it. Yeah. That's okay. super true. Okay. And what about that now, feeling I'm not that you done. still stick to your – okay. Yep, I want yep. to feel There's sick to my stomach, though, still. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So, the, you know, sick in the stomach, that's such an interesting one because I used to have that too. And there's this question, literally, like, okay, if for a moment – you're willing to be sick to your stomach. Ask, like, okay, is this even my? And I realized, like, for me, like, I'm so aware. I could pick that up if it was even someone next to me who's nervous about finances or they're having a stressful day at work and I just happen to be sitting next to them. So, you know, sometimes, like, that feeling isn't even yours. So what if it's okay to feel sick to your stomach? If you have to throw up, go throw up. But this way, you actually have awareness of your finances. And then don't stop there. Add 
all, add it all up to see what it would cost you to run your life the next year. And then go ahead and add 25% to that number. Okay, there, Elizabeth. Okay, yep, cool. I'm here. All right. I'm adding. So I'm, now, I'm a writer, so math is tricky. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> so now 25% of that got added, right? Okay. Yep. And then I need you to also add another 10% in there. And this is going to become that honoring you account. Okay. So the reason it's so important to know what money's coming in and going out isn't for you to micromanage it to death. It's about when you have awareness of what you require, you know energetically you have to reach and get something beyond that to come into your life. So by doing this exercise, you will become more aware of so many things. Like, you know, um, my finances for the businesses, like, you know, we do our monthly reconciliations, we do our quarterly, we're looking at the P&L. But each time I look at my P&L, I get even more awareness and more information on how to make the business better, how to even have more creative ideas of other products or services we'll add to the business. The same thing for you. Most of us need to have something we're reaching for to add more into our life. So if it's that car or the trip or something, it's not a motivating factor, but it's something that puts a little fire under you <laughs> to yeah. create even more. And the 10% that I was talking about, when you get any dollar that comes in for you, like even if you make a dollar, take 10% of that and put it away in the honoring of you account. We're so good. We might do that for our church. We might do it for charity. I used to do that all the time for charity. But what if it's not about the charity and the church first? When you start to make you be primary, like not primary, but when you're willing to actually make you a priority in your life, you generate more money. That's an interesting concept. When you start to make you a priority in your life, you generate more money. Yes, you do. I think we're going to quote and you, my it. darling. Hold on. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to have to tweet it out. Oh, i got to find a pen that works. When you start to make you... A priority. Mm-hmm. Finish mm-hmm. it again. You will earn more money or you start to earn more money? You will actually generate more You'll money. Generate. You'll create more money. Yeah. See, can I ask you a question? Even for the listeners, okay? When you were really happy, it didn't matter. It could have been a new relationship. You had some good things going on at school. You know, you love your job, whatever. Like those moments where you actually have joy in your life. And like you said, things are fun for you, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever even think about money? No. No, No. not unless maybe it's a trip you want to go on or something like that to to be, to generate joy or something like that. Then you go, oh, I don't have enough money to go there or whatever. That's the only time. Okay. Okay. But that's the point. 
when you're doing things that you actually enjoy, you have this level of enthusiasm and it just goes out into the world and it literally brings yeah. money in. Money is at the frequency of joy, fun, things that are expansive. When you worry, when you, when you just say, I don't have the money, that actually is your thing money. That's you saying, I'm going to push money away. Instead, if you're like, oh, how much more fun can I add to my life? You will literally receive more money because then you're at that frequency where you allow the magnet. You become the magnet of money, ease, you know, more fun things coming into your life. The people you draw into your life are also different. I would agree with that completely. Because if you're, Mm -hmm. you can tell mindsets that you need to get away from. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the best I can explain that. (laughs) Where you're just like, ooh, the relationship with money is off or the frequency or the, Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of, you can surround yourself with a lot of different things with respect to money. It's tricky. But the one thing I would say is what if you didn't have to push those people away because, see, that's right. how we also refuse money, too, because most clients who come to you, they're going to be at that frequency. They need your help. Remember we were talking earlier, someone needs your assistance to be able to kind of look at it from a different perspective? It's the same thing. You yeah, want it to I'm be that they can still come to you. You can still receive from them, but you don't have to make your world be their world. You can invite them to the possibility that's even greater because your universe now is very different. You have expansion. You have enthusiasm. You have more joy. And that becomes an invitation and inspiration for them. Very, very, very true. Um, I've got a question for you about yeah, the concept sure. of le- less. So let's say mm-hmm. you add it all up. You do this, you do that, and you're like, yep. Oh, I'm spending more than I'm making, or I've got too much stuff, or I've got a little load, you know, all those things, that line of thinking. What about the need to purge or have less um, to create wealth? Mm -hmm. So now, just for a moment, I'm going to have you just pay attention to that, right? So when you first see it, even if it's something like that, just say, okay, I'm going to have a very interesting perspective here. I'm going to be like, okay. I know this is where I am. I'm not going to make it right. I'm not going to make it wrong, but I'm just going to be like, okay, who else and what else do I have to add to my life that I can have more money coming in than money actually flowing out? Because the first place most, and I see this in companies all the time, the first place when the numbers are off that way or if a program's not doing well They want to cut it out. They want to uh, downsize the employees. They want to do all these things. But think of the energy of lack and think of the energy of downsizing. How motivating is that and how much joy does that bring to your life? Downsizing? Yeah. I don't know. Tell me what you're saying again. Yeah, because I think a lot of people people, downsize. It depends on your age and stuff like that. It's an age. I don't think most 20 year olds are going to go. I need downsize. But maybe. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, I meant more about businesses who want to cut out. So they actually want to like shrink their staff. But 
when you, you have to have awareness of what's working or not working for you and know when you have to go down a different journey, right? So if you're going straight all the time and you're like, oh, this isn't working, you either have to go right, left, go straight, go behind. You know what I mean? There's something right. you have to be willing to be a different perspective. Otherwise, you're going to have the same results. But yeah. sometimes it's the infusion of someone else with another creative idea. Sometimes it's about the willingness to say, you know what, let's add more serve, a different kind of service that actually will bring us more revenue streams. It, you know what I mean? Where a lot That's of what times I love. People, yeah. But that's adding to your life and to the business. That's what will generate even more money. Yeah, I love that in terms of money all the time. I, I, I love it when people collaborate and do all sorts of things like that. Um, but let's, let's do talk personally, though, because a lot of people don't own their own businesses. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of people on Best Ever, you do go to a job every day and so forth. And, yeah. you know, uh, it can be a new heater that, you know, send into a tailspin that you need to buy this winter or um, you know, something, it could be just about anything that might put you over the edge where you're like, oh, I don't know if I can afford that um, or mm-hmm. I have to afford that and I really can't or whatever. You know, there's all sure. sorts of things where people can't magically just create more money because um, they are in a more like a fixed income type of situation. Sure. So sure. how do you account for that with this? How do you feel wealthy <laughs> And more abundant yeah. when you're fixed. Well, it's so funny. This 10%, when you put away 10%, even if it's a dollar, there's something that starts to change your mentality about the lack to not having lack, but actually going more into the abundant um, energy. And I always say, have some cash that you carry around. We're very much a society of credit cards, and it's this credit card for everything, but there's an energy that cash actually has. And what I love, I love this. Um, Whenever I'm about to pay for something, I have gratitude for the money that I have. Like literally, even if it's a dollar, I pull it out. I did this in Starbucks this morning. I was like, I'm so grateful for you that you're here and I get to enjoy my coffee and my, um, (laughs) my little snack. And, but do you understand? I went from that place of joy, right? I am so grateful for you. Now, will you please go get me your friends and family? <laughs> so I'm like that. money to go bring me more money because it can't. Your money can bring you more money. Um, and you could do that with your credit card too, but it's just different. It's a different energy because the credit cards are really of, of having money unless you're actually paying off the credit card every month. Right. Yeah, right? that's, that's so, very accurate with credit cards. So coming back to your employees, okay? One of the things that I've done with a lot of my clients is I said, write down like five things that you can do so easily that you think has no value. Okay, say that again. And then they, I'm, right, I'm writing write a lot down, of notes on this show. Yeah. Write down five things that you can do easily. That yeah, what? Like it's fun for you, it's easy for you that you think has no value. That have no value. Ooh, that's tough. Or you think it has a little I'm... value or whatever. But what's fun for you? Just write that down. Forget the rest of it. What are five things that are really fun for you? Okay. And after you write them down, just for a moment, just be present with it, okay? Now say, 
who can I add to my life requires this and I can do it with total ease. Some people, it's organization. You know, some people, it's that they're really good about social media. Some people, it's that they're really good about going to a um, um, estate sale or going to, I don't know what it's called. Um, you know those places you go and you can buy something auctions. for a dollar or five dollars? Yeah, not auctions, but, you know, like. oh, like The dollar stores. Or wherever. It's usually Whatever. Not the dollar I get what you store, mean. But you know how, like, people have that that they put their um, – on their lawn, like they're like, here, come, I'm selling these items, right? Oh, yeah. A garage, garage sale. sale. Like a garage sale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're really good about going and picking out stuff. And it's usually they buy it for a dollar or $10 or $15, but a lot of times it has intrinsic value and it's worth more than that. Some people are really good about going and being able to pick those out. I'm amazing at networking. So, you know, the money for me. But when I did my list, I realized I underestimate how much I enjoy it and how easy it is for me, but it's really not easy for a lot of people. So a few years back, I had one client. She hated it. So she was paying me money to go to events and represent her organization. It was in the evenings. It was on the weekends. It didn't interrupt with my other activities. It was fun. I got to network and get my business out there, get her business. Like it just, it's once again, having this wealth perspective that you're looking at everything in your life and how they can all contribute to you having more. Hmm. A delegator. (laughs) Delegating. Can I tell you how many, I mean, how many leaders are terrible at that? How many moms are terrible at that? (laughs) Like, what if you could create a blog and make money? What if you could create, like, I'm just saying, this is where then you become creative. You allow you to go out of your little box of this is my only job. Even in jobs, I found so many people are not willing to ask for a raise. Like, I write a bunch of articles for magazines. And um, for a while, like, I can't tell you how many articles I wrote about, like, even, like, last week, <laughs> about women, just people in general not asking for money. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I just had somebody try to hire, I just had a job offer, like somebody out of the blue rec- tried to recruit me and they're like, uh, and b- we want to hire you for this salary. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would have to be a lot more than that. No, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And they were like, really? And I'm like, yeah, no. And they came back like four but- or five times. And I'm like, you know, it, here's my mark. And we're still, and yep. I'm just like, here's, here's the, here's the, number and do you know how rare you are (laughs) no I don't know what I am I just know that I'm not going to do that for that and it's like no um you know it's like no I don't know what other word to use for it it's like no here's the amount and but you know it's really interesting to me to see people try and uh what I think is like hoop over the boundary it's like no there's Mm -hmm. a boundary set up and I I think with money, you got me on, on a good topic. I, I love the topic of, 
of money and women and asking for money and things like that. Cause you know, I've been in the corporate world before a lot and yeah, yeah you have, you could mosey on right along and they're not going to offer, you know, no one has to offer you a raise. A lot of times you have to ask for it. Ask. Yeah. That's the thing. I actually literally just wrote two articles last week for HR magazine, literally about that. Most businesses are waiting. It's not just corporate. They're waiting for someone to ask for it. And most people, especially women, we are not willing to have our voice of actually like, like honoring ourselves and saying, you know what, it's not about like making it be about from a space of selfishness. It's not selfishness. You can't be a jerk about it either. Honoring the self. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not about being a jerk about it, but it's you have to, the minute you honor you and you know that you're valuable, you bring something to the table. It's about that. And when you're willing to stand up for yourself, not in a mean way, right? Not in a disrespectful way, but when you're willing to actually stand up and say, you know what, blah, 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 they're not even going to think about it. It's not even a concept in their head. Right now, they're so focused on the business, they're looking straight ahead. But let me tell you, most organizations, their biggest expense in the budget is recruitment, and retaining employees. Recruitment, yeah. retrain, re, retaining and training because you've got to train everybody yeah. that you lose. But, you know, yeah. the other thing, too, is I think that um, people ask wrong as well. And I'm just going to give my two cents and chime in yeah. and correct it. But I think a lot of the times people go at asking for a raise in a really pissy way. Um, and one of yeah. the pissiest ways I've ever encountered as a manager is people who go, oh, yeah, well, if I've got another job offer and I just want to let you know, I've got another job offer and they want to pay me $10 more than you do. And my response is usually like, you go for it, take it. Yep. Instead of coming in and saying, you know, I'd like, I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'd like to have $10 more an hour. And here's why I'm of value for that $10 an hour. And here's what I'm going to do. And and still, instead they come at it from, you know, pissy pants. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this like, is where they're not educated yeah 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 like yeah i do pussy pants i love it but see that's <laughs> the thing when you're coming from a defense your manager has to defense back okay yeah. and i'll tell you 90 percent or greater of any employee who has another offer who comes and asks for more money leaves within six months anyway. The problem is why they looked, yeah, they, the, the reason they looked is not always about money, but people make it about the money because it's like, I don't know, it's this really interesting conversation to have. Um, but in reality, money is not what keeps people. of people leave because of their direct supervisors, not because of the money, not because their job is terrible. It literally is that they're not um, feeling like their leader is even listening to their voice. I mean, the voice is such a huge part of this. Um, They just don't feel like they're creating an environment where they're able to grow and learn new things. There's just not a lot of communication between leaders and their direct staff. And when they're willing to actually have conversations, 
that's where you have not just loyal, but you actually have the, the talented individuals who are such a gift and contribution to the business. They keep expanding it. But you also have to take a place as, as, a, as a leader to also be like, okay, they may not even know. Let me educate them on different things. And you have conversations, and you do take care of your employees. And that's the thing that always drove me crazy um, is that most of the time, like, if there was some kind of communication, like, 90% of the problems that are in organizations wouldn't even exist. Most <laughs> yeah. people just don't want to have a conversation, you know, yeah. on both sides. No, I, both I sides completely agree. So we're going to run out of time here, and I want to yeah. – um, yeah, I want to just sort of come back. We've, got, we've gone everywhere with this conversation. It's kind of cool because it – it, what's neat about it, though, is it's a conversation that can help so many people in a variety of ways. And I think it's one of those, to me anyway, it's one of those thought-provoking conversations where we might not have touched on your specific instance of what's going on in your life, but we've, you know, you've made people really think. And uh, what I would like to do is provide people a way to reach you, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, where totally. to follow you, where to reach you, where to ask questions, um, yep. you know, those types of things um, so that people can follow up with you with their, you know, their specifics. Because anytime you mention sure. money, people's minds go in different directions. Yeah, and I have lots of different things. I have programs and services and classes and workshops and, you know, free podcasts. I have all sorts of different things um, that they can reach out to. Globalwellnessforall.com is a great starting place for us. And then you can email us at info at globalwellnessforall.com. We're on all the social medias. You name it, we're there. You're welcome to tag us there (laughs) or just pop a message in, whichever is the easiest way for you to reach us. Um, And I have lots of different free resources. I also have um, these little two and a half to four and a half minute video podcasts called Grow Your Business And that's on my other website, bellopimo.com slash podcast. And it really, it's in nine languages and it's these quick ways to immediately add more to your life. It's grow your business, but it really, it's not just about you owning your business. It's like, it's ways that you can grow your life, your relationships, your finances, and expand whatever you're working on, whether it's for someone else or working for yourself. I, yeah, and I think of when I the whole time you've been talking, all I could think about was the word you just said, and that's expand. And yeah. I don't mean like my waistline is expanding, and I'm going to go have more cookies <laughs> or anything like that. Which sometimes it does because it's winter. I will admit. However, I think of in, in, infinite possibilities, like expanding yeah. things, growing things. Um, yeah. I love networking. Also, um, yeah, it's it's just I could. I could be paid to go network too. I mean, I, I, I love networking. It's, it's so much fun. Um, and you never, the connect the dots part of, of life is yeah. what I really love to do. It's like, okay, who should mm-hmm. I interview next? You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's really cool that your mindset is like that. And so while you've been talking about, while you've been talking the whole time, I've been thinking about how open-minded you are. Hmm. And how yeah, and you I know, wanted to leave on that if we could, like open mindedness. Yeah. What's what's that mean yeah. to you? And and you know, I gotta tell you, the question with access is what else 
what are the infinite possibilities or what else is possible I've never considered before. And that is, it is this staying in this question world, being curious and allowing you not to have the answers. Most of us were taught from the minute we were born, we had to have the answers, but it limits us. It limits the possibilities. It limits the finances. It limits the joy. But when you're willing to ask, what else is possible? Like you actually allow you to become aware, have more ideas, be more creative and be more open-minded because otherwise you're trying to do it like everybody else. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Lale Hancock. I hope I said your first name right. I keep, I keep wanting to, I keep wanting to say Layla and it's not. I know. It's Lale and um, it's it's, uh, spelled L-A-L-E-H for those of you listening. And before you leave, did you can you pronounce and spell what you said? It was like Bella something something. Yes. What yes, was yes, that? Yes. Yeah. So my um, management consulting company that focuses on culture transformation and business growth and all this other stuff is called BellaPimo.com. It's B as in boy, E as in uh-huh. Eric, L A, P as in Paul, E as in Eric, M as in Mary, O dot com. And if you do bellopimo.com slash podcast, that's where Grow Your Business Bites it lives. And people can download it for free and just every week get a, a new tool sent to them to assist them in it. growing their life. Mm-hmm. I love it. So you're a pro with the iPhone and the tripod. And <laughs> <I love laughs> the lighting. I'm going to watch. I have not watched those videos, but I'm going to watch, learn, listen, and they're going to be multi-purpose for me. How do you do good videos yeah. and what's the content and great information to pass along? I'll post yeah. your videos um, in the, in the, in the group too. So thank you for being here. Thank it's been really you. fun thank to you. get to know you better. Can I, can I just tell you, thank you for creating this best ever you I'm so grateful for you and everything you've put out in the world it when we're willing to have the best of us and actually us acknowledge it it just changes the whole world oh that is sweet and you know one I'm just going to share one of the reasons why I created it is because I think a lot of people don't feel their best a lot of the time yeah. I've been that I've, yeah. I've been that person I mean I have I'm a person who um lives my daily life with life-threatening food allergies and Mm -hmm. there's some days where you know I don't feel that great I have I'll have anxiety Mm -hmm. over food or whatever so just a small smidgen of what it's like and there are people out there who just don't feel great whether this moment or another moment and um, it doesn't have to be about that either it can be about a baseline of feeling perfectly fine and wanting to be even better. So there's, it reaches, yes. a, a, and I think Access Consciousness does the same thing and the programs you guys put out and so forth. It's just phenomenal to come across you all. And, um, the, you know, can I? the one question I didn't get to ask you mm-hmm. that I wanted to ask you yeah. was, okay, yeah. so pretend Gary Douglas and Dane aren't listening to this show. Which one do yeah. you like better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tricky one. You know what? No. It's I love those guys. They're, they're so cool. Different. Yeah, they're both amazing in their own special way, and they're just so different, but yet very, hmm, like, I I enjoy them both, 
You don't have to answer that. I was just kidding. Yeah, it's just so different. I think it depends on the moment. (laughs) Oh, they were fun to have on the show, just like you. Just, you know, wealth of information, completely down to earth, relatable. You could understand what they were saying. It's just been a joy to have you um, on the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Can I also give one more link? Wealth creatorsanonymous.com. I'm so proud of this program and we are now creating a new app that's going to launch called the honoring me account and it's going to launch in the next week. So, um, you know, there's so many tools, there's lots of goodies on this website, but it really is. You can add more wealth in every part of your life, which includes money, but not just about money, really truly adding more richness to your life. Oh, I love it. So wealthcreatorsanonymous.com. Is that what you said? All right. All right. And I look forward to the app. Make sure and and let us all know when that comes out because that'll be really cool. All right, everybody. Thank Thank you. you Bye-bye. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Best Ever You show. I appreciate you all being here. And as usual, I know we've got several million downloads and we love you all. But I really want you, again, please, to, you know, we do this. It's an hour of your time listening to somebody talk about their life. And we do this to bring you guests that um, we just feel strongly will complement your life in some way. And as you're listening to the show, um, please share it. Please send it to your friends, your coworkers, your family, whatever it is, because the, the information, the links, the websites, everything that Lale has um, talked about today are the very best. Um, she's part of Best Ever You. She writes for besteveryou.com. Her blogs are up there, and um, we just value her time and energy so much. And I just love it when you guys embrace our guests, and it's just so much fun when the shows go sharing around. So thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy all that snow on the East Coast. Um, I'm headed down to North Carolina for our son's uh, college baseball games. He's a lefty pitcher for the New Haven Chargers. Go Chargers. And so we're headed down to North Carolina this weekend. And so lots of good luck to the Chargers and everybody who's playing in the cancer, it's college baseball for cancer tournament down at the USA Baseball Complex in Cary, North Carolina. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Best Ever You Show. Want more? Visit us at besteveryou.com. Be your best and keep it real. Confident, successful, caring, and beautiful every day with Best Ever You. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.